Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. How many of you want to increase more and more? How many of you want to get out of where you are? I don't care even if it's good. You want to go further. I do. And I'm going in Jesus' name. With God on my side, I am. Well, I just only make this much. You know, this is, you got to, who's your source? Who is your source? You got to determine who your source is and don't look to your job. Now, be glad and thankful for your job. Do a good, uh, uh, do good work. Be responsible and dependable, but understand this, that there's more beyond the job. And if you do the right things, you're going to be like a magnet. God's word in your heart is going to be like a magnet, and it's going to begin to draw, and it's going to begin to pull people to you, clients to you, business to you, opportunities to you. You understand what I'm saying? Instead of whining about the poverty. Okay, so when people come to us and they try to tell us, well, that prosperity message, that message of increase, it's not, it's not for the church. What do we say? No. He said that there was prayer being made. Now listen to this. I, I pray. I love how he says beloved, though. And in other words, he's showing affection to us as, as his children. And he said, beloved, I wish and pray above all things that you may prosper. Above all things. I think that the Holy Spirit has more knowledge and more foresight than we do. And he said, I pray above all things because God knows if you're going to live in this life and you're going to uh, participate in life and you're going to raise a family, you're going to uh, you know, just live life, you've got to have provision, right? You've got to have provision. And if you don't have provision, then you're going to suffer lack and you're going to have lots of problems and struggles in life. And so he said, I want you, let's look at it again. I want you to prosper and being health. And see, there's another thing. It's so hard for us sometimes to grasp that truth. Salvation is the most important thing. I hear it all the time. And it is. I want to go to heaven just like every believer wants to go to heaven. But there is more once you go through that door of salvation. There are other things that await the child of God. And another thing is health. God wants us healthy. I know God's been speaking to me lately uh, just about being the temple of the Holy Spirit and taking care of my body. And I believe if God's children are sensitive, he will speak to them ab about the same thing because he wants us to be in health. But now I will say this. I don't believe that our health all depends on us. I believe that Jesus took our sicknesses and carried our diseases. But again, I don't think that we're to be ridiculous and do things that hurt our body. And then call on God. If you know something's hurting your body, then stop doing it. Change it. 
You understand? Cooperate with the plan of health. So I want you to prosper and be in health even as your soul or your spirit prospers. Now there is a key right there. Your when your spirit prospers, it's going to cause whole life prosperity to come to you. Now how does your soul prosper? Your soul prospers through feeding on the Word of God. Your body, your body is healthy because you, you, you put the right fuel, food into it, and you do the right things. Well, your spirit is the same way. You've got to put the right fuel. You've got to put the right bread. You've got to put the right meat in your spirit, and all of that is found in the Bible. There are times that I just get hungry for the Word. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like I've got to look in that book, and I've got to see what Jesus wants to say to me today, and I've got to see how that I can lead a better life and how I can be stronger in my Christian walk and how I can be a better wife and a better mother and a better pastor. How can I do that? And it's all found in these pages. And, and it will cause your soul to prosper. Now, if you've been around here, you hear that all the time. But sometimes people hear it and they don't do it. Well, I'm not here to condemn you because you haven't done it. I'm saying jump in. Amen. Tonight, jump in. Start it. And even if you have to make yourself do it in the beginning, do it. But God wants your soul to prosper. And through your soul life prospering, then it's going to bring health, not only to your spirit, but to your body. Your words, the Bible says, my words are medicine to my flesh. They're medicine. You got a root of bitterness, put the medicine in. Take your medicine. You know, I've told you this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. I like, to, I like to hear myself say it. When I was growing up, um, you know, in the summertime, my mom would always get, you know, um, fruits and vegetables and, and she would can things. And so, you know, we would uh, get big bushels of tomatoes. And I, I can eat a tomato like an apple. I love tomatoes. I just always have. And so when I was a little kid, you know, my mom would get those big old baskets of tomatoes and she's going to can them. So I would just eat them like crazy, you know. And, of course, she'd want me to stay away because she's canning. i got to put that up for later, you know, but i got to have my tomatoes. And so I would just eat and eat and eat those things. And so what would happen inside my mouth, I would have blisters everywhere. It was terrible. And I can remember my dad. And so, you know, he knew that, you know, I'm probably crying or whatever because it was hurting me, you know. And so he went to the, uh, to the pharmacy and he got uh, this powder. And so I had, he had to put it in my mouth and he had to, you know, I had to let it sit there uh, uh, and uh, I guess treat the places in my mouth. And so I can remember that uh, he would bring that out, and I knew it was time to do that, and I would start running. <laughs> I would run away from the medicine because I knew what it was tasted horrible. 
And I would cry and do everything. Our kids are just a mess, aren't they? I, pr- I paid for my upbringing. My mom told me I would, and I did with my kids for sure. But anyway, see, sometimes what we do is we fight the treatment that's going to help us get better, just like being a little kid. Well, in the sight of God, we're his kids, we're his children, and sometimes we do the same thing. We're running, you know, we're in unforgiveness, someone has hurt us, and, uh, you know, we just got a vendetta, and we're, you know, we're just giving them down the road, and God is saying, take your medicine, forgive them. Or I'm not going to forgive you. I can't forgive you until you release it and let it go. Because the Bible says when you get in unforgiveness, you get a root of bitterness that can get into your life. And you know, Hebrew says it springs up. You know what springing up means? It has to do with little tender roots that that began. And see, it starts out small, but it sure doesn't stay that way because the Bible says what it does is it becomes a root in you. And you know what roots do? They dig down deep. And it... And it holds that thing, it holds that tree or plant in place. Don't hold unforgiveness, the plant of unforgiveness in place in your life. You got to let it go. You got to forgive. You got to go on. But see, we don't want to take the medicine sometimes. God says, no, you got to forgive. If you have to forgive 500 times, you do it. I've had situations, I remember this has been years ago now, so don't try to figure out anything about it, okay? Because I know people do that, but because I do it. (laughs) But you'll never figure it out. But I remember uh, in the olden days when I would uh, uh, preach and speak, and I would have people in the congregation, and I knew exactly who they were. It was not hard to figure it out, but they would fight me like crazy, and I'd stand up and preach my guts out, you know, and just preach and, and want to share and want to help people, and they would sit out there and fight me, and, and I, I, it, it, was just, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And so, you know what I had to do? I had to forgive and I would begin to pray for them. But you know what I found? That didn't deal with it. I mean, that started the process, but then I would, I would get up to speak again, and here it would be, fight me in the spirit, didn't want to hear what I had to say. I mean, I knew it. If you've ever spoken, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? You know what I'm talking about. Not receptive at all. Everything you say, bounce back, bounce back. Now, that wasn't everybody, but I'm just saying it's enough when, you, you know, that, that it hinders you. It was enough. that Now, today, not so much, but then it did. And so I found that I had to over and over and over again, Lord, forgive me for those thoughts. Forgive me for these feelings. I lay it down, and, I would, and then I would find I got a little freer from it and a little freer from it. And a little more free and a little more free until finally, just come on. I'm going to preach and you're not going to stop me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But it was a process and it, it's the, it, that's the way we are as humans. Uh, you know, somebody said, uh, you know, just forget it, forgive and forget. Well, 
The forgetting process, I agree with that, but the forgetting process isn't that you don't remember it anymore. It's that you choose to drop it. Drop it. It, it, There's one scripture, I think it's in the Amplified, and it said, drop it and let it go. And that's what you have to do. Now, I don't know why I got on all that, but I did. So we must have needed to hear it. What What do you think? Okay. I want you to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers, the word says. And this word prosper means, now listen, this is really where the name of this message, God's plan for your increase comes. Prosper means increase in material things, in success, to have more than enough. It's continuous from one event to the other. In other words... You know, it's just like parents, lots of weddings taking place, you know, May and June and even around here, you know, people getting married and all of that. And, uh, you know, well, you know, I, I, uh, it's, it's going to take everything I have for this event, you know, for this wedding. Well, you know, I understand that weddings are expensive and I understand that it may take a lot, but don't let your mind... Uh, begin to just perceive and receive lack. Okay, I had this event, and so it took everything. No, you had this event, and you may have spent what you did, but God's going to cause continuous action to go from this event to the other event. That's important to understand that, and expectation to be there. And it's not, well, I did this, so I can't do that. Now, I understand choices and wise choices, and you do, there are some times that you do need to choose one thing over the other. You know, you just don't do everything. You understand what I'm saying? Well, maybe you do. Success in your business affairs. That's what prosper means. It has to do with success in your business affairs. It means to become rich. It means to thrive, to advance, and to uh, progress. Not go backwards. Seeing God, don't go backwards. Go forward. Amen? And the opposite of prosper is to fail, to lose, and to decrease. Now, I'm going to tell you this, okay? And I, I want to expand this just a little bit. There are times when I say what I did, the opposite of prospering is to decrease. There are times, though, that in your life, God will position you, and it may look like decrease, but he's positioning you for increase. Do you understand what I'm saying? I remember um, in 1977, 78, we started around there, and, you know, God began to move upon us uh, to start Redemption Church, and, you know, that process of Eddie going to seminary, everything that we had to do, you know. So what we had to do is we had to sell our home uh, and and we had to leave Knoxville and um, um, put ourselves in a position uh, to go to seminary out there for him to go to seminary. Well, to do that, our 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 um, goal was to have a house paid for in just a few years. We were in our early 20s at that time. And God had just given us this plan and we were building houses and that kind of thing. But how many of you know that God can just come right in on your plans? 
because he's got something else in mind that we didn't really understand and know. Maybe God has something for you that you don't understand or know. But what he did, okay, we had to position ourselves, had to sell that home. And I, I've told this story before, but, you know, as we sold it and, you know, I'm going through and cleaning it up, getting ready for the new people to come into that home. And I knew that, you know, we were loading up and, and we were getting ready to leave Knoxville, leave the family. And we were going to California, you know, 2,000 miles away, people we didn't know, situations that we were unsure of. And, and I stood there in that living room of that house, Eddie and I did, and I remember crying like a little baby, and as I think about it now, it's like, why was I doing that? And you know what? I figured out this is why I was doing it, because that house had me. It had tentacles in me, because this is the house, and I was saying this is the house that God gave me. But really, it was, God did give it to me, but I let it possess me. Instead of me having possessions, the possessions had me. And so I knew that day as I stood there and wept that God was pulling out that ugliness out of my heart and that he was putting in a devotion to him. And so when I say you know, sometimes you have to decrease to increase. That's what I'm talking about. He positioned us. But I can tell you, those that leave houses and lands for my sake in the gospel, what's going to happen to them? They're going to get it all back. Now, he said persecution is going to come because people are going to look and see what God's doing for you, and they're not going to like it. But remember back Amen. what you did. And so, you know, maybe in business, um, to the men and women that are in business in here, you know, it may look that you're having to, you know, you're having to back up, you're having to, to decrease, but what God will do with and through his wisdom is he will position you for your future and what he has for you and greater success, greater success, amen? Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.